Hello and welcome to Hey, I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we rewatch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan. I'm Michael. And I'm Helena. And for this episode, we have returning special guest, it's Mac. It is, it's me, Mac, and we're talking about Men in Black 2. <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> Apologies. I thought I should mute myself, but then I was like, no, I'm making more work for Dan. Um... Yeah. <laughs> so when when we did Men in Black 1, I was like, oh, I, I all of my memories were actually from Men in Black 2. And then it turns out that I had two memories of Men in Black 2. Yeah, that's most of like, the movie, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I definitely saw this like more than the first one when it came out, but I remembered barely anything. Yeah. I definitely got the girls confused. I think that basically in my mind, even though we'd watched the first film, I sort of thought Men in Black 2 was the same film, but then obviously she goes to space at the end. I kind of, in my head, thought it was the same. I didn't know it was a new girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Because she's as... not in it, is she? No. Uh, they no, make yeah, they make some reference at the start about sending her back to the morgue. I don't know if that meant because that's where she worked in the first one, or if Will Smith killed her. They killed her. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's hard to hard to tell. Or is she just dissecting aliens now? Uh, that's well, I mean, that's probably a more a better route to go, really. I imagine, but uh, yeah, the, the, both these films have a big problem that every time there's a female character, and it, it's just like, oh, there's a female character here, and they just kind of point out like, look, she's here, and then they just. Yeah. Don't really do anything with them. Except this one, there were two female characters. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of them. Oh, yeah. Is, is, uh, one of them are the female, or do they look female? <laughs> That's the trick of it, right? Because they're not. One... They're all, uh, They're not a. They're a, a genderless organism that looks like a lady from a magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is a lamp. From a por- is it a porn magazine? I think it's just a, a lingerie model. I think. Oh, lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. Because she yeah. like the alien crash lands and just morphed into the first thing they see yeah which is crazy they didn't just become a magazine <laughs> which, <laughs> <laughs> be a very different movie of john knoxville like there's a magazine in my house of a sexy lady <laughs> or turn into the dog <laughs> yeah. uh, does anyone remember what the first line of dialogue is in this film after the alien crashes no no it is I... the bald man says hey pretty lady you taste good <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he gets murdered. I yeah. I did quite quite like the um the the joke of like you see the spaceship kind of flying through and destroying planets, and then you see it crash, and then it comes out, and then it's just tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like knee high. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty funny. Did that yeah. guy that like, <laughs> tried to assault her? Um, he did. Did he see her materialize, or was <laughs> you just assume her? not? Yeah, that's desperate. Because it was yeah. like, instantly he appeared behind her. He must have watched her materialise and then went, no, I can still. Yeah. Still would. <laughs> I can take it. But then he gets eaten behind the hedge, right? And then she yeah. comes out and she's all fat because she's eating someone. And then she just goes back behind the hedge and comes out just holding his jacket and boots and is fine. And I'm like, did you perfectly shit clean boots and jacket? No, she vomited. <laughs> you can hear her. You can hear her vomiting. Yeah, she throat. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, b- pro- pro- right. bulimic alien. <laughs> well, yeah, even she vomited there. I'm like, that. There's nothing. There's no liquid on those, right? You just literally reach in, take them out, like very calmly. Like, yeah, she's just loads of worms. He probably could just <laughs> probably could yeah. just open maybe up. Maybe she. Hole maybe the jacket them. was always out behind. Maybe she didn't eat the jacket before. Oh yeah, maybe that's she it left out. it. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Maybe she just went back behind there, vomited, and then put on the jacket and boots and walked off. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we're giving the start of this <laughs> too much. Yeah, we, we've put more thought into this than they did, for sure. Yeah, their their thought into this was, uh, what if alien sexy lady, ha? Huh? What if alien was... Yeah. Which we know is new and an original thought for this film. <laughs> yes, yeah. never been done before. Because this film has an infinite amount of original thoughts. Mm. Hmm. Uh, and not references to the first film or other pop culture. This film, okay, yeah. we can all agree. Start the film, not start this, not as good as the first one. No, not no, definitely no, not. No. Way. We're all on no. the same. Just want to make sure we're all on the same board because mm-hmm. I have some yeah. complaints about this <laughs> film. I feel like we all do. Good. My other memories of this were um, of the big worm in the subway, 
mm-hmm. and of uh, for some reason the bit where Will Smith is trying to get out of all the clear tubes and it takes yeah. him ages. For some reason that was like one of my memories of this. Oh, I he... remember remember that as a child and being really anxious about it because having <laughs> it's... having like time restraints as a kid really freaked me out and he just wasn't <laughs> taking it seriously and I was like, get up. Get up! Why are you not getting up? What is happening? Like making me really angry watching it. So I remember that also, Don. Yeah, I remember it, and it is one of the funniest scenes in the film, which says something. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't. I think this film's trying to be funny. It tries. <laughs> but Mac, why did you but... pick this? Why did you make us watch this? I mean, I still liked it. <laughs> yeah, I still I didn't have a bad time watching it, but it was yeah. one of those films where like I was kind of doing other things at the same time, and it was just nice yeah. to let it wash over me. I made one note watching this, um, the film. and that I was oh that's a sweet <laughs> video phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I have like twenty notes, but they're all just like things I had forgot about and that I thought were funny at the time. The main one is that Patrick Warburton deserved to be neuralized because he's a bad cop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like, the first thing he does is just start assaulting someone while Will Smith's mm. calmly talking to them and Patrick Warburton just starts shaking them and I'm like, oh, this is very relevant. 21 yeah. years later. <laughs> that's, yeah. like, that's a real sad indictment of things, isn't it? Yeah, what, a cop beating up like... an alien? Well, <laughs> just a cop assaulting yeah. someone for no reason, I guess. Yeah. Especially when yeah. they're like, he was an ex-Marine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hit on yeah. some So yeah, the, the premise of this film is Men in, uh, not Men in Black. That, obviously, that yeah, is the premise. Um, <laughs> but, and the title. Um, Will Smith keeps. He's going through partners uh, like nobody's business. Like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, ah, time to reference. <laughs> then, uh, to be honest with you, they're too young to remember this film. <laughs> yeah. So he goes and investigates a thingy. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, a murder. <laughs> yeah. And. He takes along his best buddy, the dog, yep. as like a last resort. Yeah, Frank. Who Frank is a much is bigger character in this film. I think maybe he just did well in the the Testing. first one. People liked him. so. Mm. Yeah, he's a weird... There's a weird character. It's, film it shows just... that they've like learned. They've tried to learn and get feedback from the first film. But then they do make uh, so many of the same mistakes yeah. that yeah. they made in the first film. So it's like, well, you learn Nothing. a little. It's <laughs> like, this film is so weird. It's so strange, uh, just in terms of like what is happening. It's yeah. one of those films where you just kind of things just sort of are happening, and you have to kind of go with it. It's like they well, they obviously clearly really, really regretted writing Tommy Lee out. Yeah. Yes, that, that is the big mistake. They were like, <laughs> "Well, we need to write a sequel, and Will Smith can't be allowed to do this on his own." <laughs> obviously, and just like the last one as well, Tommy Lee Jones absolutely crushes it and leaves everyone else in his wake. Yeah. Being like acted to smithereens. Yeah, Will Smith is terrible as like a straight man. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, he just is. Like every film where he's like has to play non funny, he's terrible at it, pretty much. Or like he has to play against someone funny, he's awful. So they have to make him funny, so they have to get Tommy Lee Jones back. Yeah, has to have someone from to bounce off, right? Yeah. Like the one like legitimately good joke in this was never Tommy Lee Jones remembers again. And he does the little thing where there's an inflatable driver in the car. And Tommy <laughs> yeah. Lee Jones says, did that come as standard? And Will Smith's like, it used to be a black guy. We had to get, cheap. We had to get rid of him because he kept getting pulled over. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's a good joke, right? And <laughs> Will so Smith delivers it in like a quite funny way where it's like, yeah, you get that hits an annoying thing. But that mm. they have to wait to like 40 minutes into the film for that relationship yeah. to come back and it just wastes a lot of time it yeah. does and yeah the sort of weird vibe of tommy lee jones not basically they need to get him back because he knows where the light of xanathar is or something yeah. is that D? no that sounds about right yeah. <laughs> and then he but he made himself forget doubly so they they made him forget everything but he'd already made himself forget that so it's like oh it'll come back to him but we have to wait and it it just means that they've basically just put a little like put um, a stunt on his ability to act yeah yeah and be a character in this film where it's like well we're just kind of waiting for him to come back because you know he's going to yeah he's also like not even in it for the first half like he's not in it for like a good percentage of the, yeah, the film pacing and... of this film was a little bit 
odd. Weird. It's a good like half an hour or so until he comes into it and he's like just working at a post office. Yeah. But I, I did really it. like yeah. the, the. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, the post office is very funny because he is still K, right? But he's not. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I really liked about it. Where I'm like, oh, that is just Tommy Lee Jones. But it's just, no matter what scenario you put him in, he would have been exactly the same character. It's just yeah. the fact that he's in a post office. That it, yeah, it runs a very militant, organized, alien friendly post yeah. office. Yeah. 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 All, all the workers are just aliens, and you find it out because they play that one corn song. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I like that scene because that bit where they, he, where Will Smith scans everyone, right, and reveals that the first guy's an alien, is like eighties and nineties rapper Biz Markie, and he just is like, oh, Biz Markie works here, and he just starts beatboxing, and then immediately Biz Markie just beatboxes back to him, and it just zooms in on Tommy Lee Jones' face, and I genuinely was like, is he confused because they're speaking or because he's like, what's this new music? <laughs> 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 Is that music these young people listen to that I don't know? About? So when they when they went to Tommy Lee when they went to K, I thought every part of me was like, and I know this is bad of me to think, but imagine if he was just racist and that was like something they had to deal with. Yeah. If like they went back to the character and he was just awful, yeah, like he's sitting on the porch in a rocking chair holding a gun. <laughs> just yeah. like they so just awful. went back and it was like, well, this isn't how we how do we deal with that. Yeah. yeah, he's Clint Eastwood now. <laughs> it's just Grand Torino. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. um, they did have the the fair share of cameos, some better than others. Bismarck, oh, yeah. good. Michael Jackson, bad. This film has aged again. Yeah. This film has aged much like the first one, really fucking weirdly, because yeah. of all of like the cameos. And it's like it's always dangerous to do pop culture cameos, and I kind of understand why no TV shows do it now, mm. because you never know. Yep, you never I know mean, who's going to be a nonce. I mean, I know it's a terrible movie as it is, but imagine watching Free Guy in even 10 years' time. Like, you'll not have mm. a fucking clue who anyone in that no. movie is. <laughs> <laughs> Every, like, a YouTuber. We haven't even had YouTube for six years since the event. <laughs> <laughs> since the collapse. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I thought all the cameos in this were very odd. Um, Bismarck is fine because they get him in specifically to do beatboxing, yeah. right? And it's like, that makes sense. But then having Michael Jackson as the agent is like, you literally in the last film point out that Elvis was an alien. You just had Dennis Rodman's alien. Of all the people to not imply they're an alien, <laughs> surely Michael Jackson's like the easiest one to make that implication around. Yeah. The the other disappointing thing in this is that, yeah, when they find Kay, that you find out his wife left him and it's like, after the entire plot of the first fucking movie right, was him wanting to kind of like, he was done with this and he wanted to go back and sort of be with his wife again. And then it's like, oh, she left me. Like, yeah. fuck I, that. No, I, I think you're correct on right? Based on this film. But I think there is an interesting film with the idea that this man cannot live a normal life because he's been irreparably changed but but then they just never deal with that right they're just like no. Kay's life's sad but the idea of being like he's lost his memory but even without his memory he cannot like go back to a civilian life like he just can't do it I think that's like a fun not a fun thing but that's an interesting like war analogy thing to do yeah, with yeah, but they just like trauma. brush over it so quickly yeah. yeah yeah like it's such a trauma thing and they're just like that could be such a big thing of the plot right especially because the other thing they kind of imply and never lead into is Will Smith being like, oh, you can't be a hero in this job because no one knows who you are. Yeah. And like that's two yeah. stories you could tell together that are interesting and a bit different, but they just brush over both of them so quickly. And yeah. like that whole Will Smith wanting to be a hero thing just never comes back again. No, like, well, not, 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 he, not doesn't, for him. he doesn't want to be a hero, but I think he's yeah. struggling with his, his um, yeah. Navy dude, obviously. Yeah. Uh, was it Nate Navy or whatever it was? The first, yeah. the the partner mm. from the start wants yeah. to be famous. Yeah, and it's, it's like oh, it doesn't work like that. It just sets up to like I think genuinely quite interesting ideas that you could like not like to like a really deep degree, but in this kind of film you could explore them to a degree, but they just yeah. don't do deal with them at all. Like, and it's just. As you said, Dan, it's just like, hey, we'll set the whole first film up so Kay can find his wife. And the second film, it's just like, oh, she left him. It's not even like, oh, you know, she died and he has no more. Like, you know, his whole purpose of leaving the MB was to go see her. So it's just cleared off and it's just never addressed again. Or she left him because he was irreparably changed by the men in black. Yeah, and it just doesn't deal with any of that stuff. And at least that would be something a bit interesting. It gives you Tommy Lee Jones a scene of heart that he can top into towards the end where they can have a big monologue or something you know because mm. there was a lot of heart in the first film and i remember even like the 
the setup of Tommy Lee Jones recruiting Will Smith, being yeah. like, this isn't a, you know, this this job's hard and isolating, yeah. and you're not ever going to be famous. Is it this, is it Men in Black where it's got like all the newspapers of the day after they do stuff, or is that a different film? No, it's uh, a different film. I think Men in Black 1, they, they did that thing where don't they were like, they have all the newspapers about the aliens, and then that shows you the, like, red top, or what do you call it, the bad paper. Well, I can't remember the word for it. Oh uh, no! Anyway. I was talking about is it maybe it's Sherlock Holmes? God, I don't know. Where they've got the newspapers of the day, and it's like just really boring. Kingsman. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Where they're yeah. like, and this is like what it's like being undercover, being being like working like in a in isolation um, yeah. of society is this things going normally and going as expected is your best outcome. There's no hero saves the day. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for reminding me. It was Kingsman. Oh, what a film. Could watch that. That one's good. I would also slightly complain about the sequel, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's an excellent jukebox in the sequel. Yeah, it is, but that sequel feels like it should be the third in a trilogy, and they're missing a bunch of great, like what they set up in the first one. It could have been a great series, and then they yeah. just immediately blow it all up. Anyway, Men in Black Two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Johnny Knoxville's in it. He's got two heads. Yeah, why does the second giant Oxville head look so shit? <laughs> why, why, why does it look so much worse than the normal one? Because it's 2002. Yeah, really no, I know. I, I understand. But it's not like it's not like CGI where they're recreating the face. It's just another face. Why does it it's, look so terrible? It, there, there was like one season of um, Jackass, Jackass in between. Yeah. And so he just got a bit more fucked up before he did the second phase. And, um... It, is, it makes sense, right, that Giant Oxville's in this at that time, because it's like, that is like the jackass time, right? That's whenever yeah, Jackass yeah. at its peak. But like, Giant Oxville is in a, a sitcom now that has just got cancelled called Reboot, and I watched a few episodes of it, and I was like, like, you're not great now, mate, and you've been trying to act for, like, <laughs> for 21 years. Yeah, point, it like, doesn't yeah. feel like he's peaked and then got worse. It feels like he never quite got there. It's no. also a very odd thing about John Oxville is he's very clearly set up as like the second bad guy, right? Like he's certainly uh, the main yeah. bad guy's henchman. And at the end, when they have the big f- fight, there's just another dude. Like it's just the other guy. Yeah. Just like, hey, you deal with that. And John Oxville's just not in it again. Like he just yeah, does he not. Just, he just kind of disappears. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, like again, I, I, this is a, a very simple fix, but I guess like they just because the uh, the other guy that end up fighting here, his name is like J- Jareth or something. Jareth is like uh, one of the puppeteers from the Hanson company and stuff. So I think he actually made a lot of the alien suits and things like that. Oh, so right. They maybe yeah. get, give it to him as like a little treat or something. But like the whole <laughs> thing of it being revealed that he's like four tiny aliens. Giant Oxfuls hmm. are already two heads. You very easily could have had that fight scene where he just splits into loads of Giant Oxfuls, right? Yeah. yeah. Like it would have been literally yeah. exactly the same scene. Like he didn't have to change anything. Yeah, the introduction of that guy felt really unnecessary. Yeah, and like they don't they don't address him. It's just like they just put scary music on. And he comes in. They're just like, "Oh, hello, Jareth, or whatever your name it, is." And it's like, "Do you want to kill Kane?" He's like, "I'd love to." And then that's it. <laughs> it feels like we're already meant to know who he is. He's yeah. the Boba Fett of this movie. <laughs> yeah, is he in the first film? <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, God, he's, he's in the main Black Holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But you're like, it feels like you're fully meant to know because this is based on comics. So maybe he's like really big in the comics, and they were just yeah, hoping that's very possible. Actually, yeah. comic the comic fans were going to see this film, but uh, they just, didn't do that for the first one. Before I forget as well, that scene where they do introduce Jareth just before it, whenever Serena's like checking in to Earth at mm. the airport desk or whatever. Yeah, there's two aliens in the background that are just two normal people on all fours that <laughs> really yep. made me laugh like they're literally just walking on their hands and feet and that's it in normal clothes there's like those aren't aliens <laughs> those are yoga instructors and they're, they're, men black. <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing anything they, those are those people online that are like i'm gonna learn to run on all fours yeah i did also like how there's just a burger king in the men in black headquarters yeah, yeah. <laughs> did did you just notice the bird aliens yeah, the bird yeah. People. they were right. cool looking. Yeah, I don't know why, but every time I think of Men in Black, they're always like the first aliens I think of, as if they have a real key plot. Uh, they're not like they're don't even they don't even speak <laughs> <a> rule. <laughs> it is a shame, isn't it? Like how fantastic they bring in all these fantastic creatures, and yeah. then they do nothing with them. 
uh, the one alien that you get named is a ball chinian who literally is just a man with testicles on his face. Yeah, yeah. Th- that was. Well, to be fair, it's still alright. Right, <laughs> still yeah. alright, but I mean, it's just weird that you have all these different alien types and just don't really use them, except the guy who's got balls on his face. And I guess Ooh. the um the bugs. What they oh yeah, the, the worms. Yeah, the worms. The worms yeah, because uh, they weren't in the film that much in the first one, so it was nice to. No, they're just smoking or whatever the first. I one. I really like when they have th- they're trying to help out and they get all like armored up, and then yeah. when it comes to like. Yeah, fighting the what? What is like a dustbin? That's her friend. <laughs> the shittest RTD two you've ever seen in your life. I mean, it's shinier than RTD two. I'll give yeah. them that. Yeah. But um, and the all the bugs are just like quivering at the like obviously they're 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 at the top of the lift, kind of Mission Impossible style hiding. They're just quivering. They're like, yeah, no, we we can't move. <laughs> We're too scared. Yeah. I I did really <laughs> like that. Also, the same way you come up and you think they're all murdered. Uh, they're all still alive, just very calmly, like moaning. And, and Kay's like, "Pull yourself together," and they just literally pull themselves together. And one of them's like, "Oh, that's much better." Like, yeah. I, I didn't know that would help. Yeah, because because they all get shot because they're um ha- they're having to essentially be witness protection for uh, the character that even we've barely talked about, which is the woman, Laura, which is Rosario. <laughs> Rosario. It's the girl, Laura. Yeah, she's she's the light of. Zartha. Yeah, that was the Zartha. fucking dumbest reveal at the end. I was like, for fuck's sake, really? Did you <laughs> not know? I or... mean, it was obvious, but it was like obvious to the point where you were like, that's too obvious. It, yeah. it only, right. uh, only re- reason I remember it so clearly is the the dumbass line of like, oh, don't you notice that it's raining when you're sad? And she's like, oh, people often get sad when it's raining. And it's like, no, it rains because you're sad. And we're like... <laughs> Why? And how big are the radius? Why is that a thing? <laughs> I, I did find it funny watching this this time, knowing that happened. And whenever Ben or whatever you call him from the pizza place died and zoomed into the skylight and it rained, and I was like, that's going to come back later. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, I'll do this. And I, I'm going to be able to tell everyone I'm so smart. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, oh, no, wait, it's still dumb. <laughs> even, <Yeah. laughs> even the foreshadowing um, isn't good. Full, full, full credit to my husband for pointing this out as well. A bit of a bit of foreshadowing, uh, which Mikey can explain. Mm-hmm. Um, the when you know, there's the scene where um, they're at the video store, and it's like, oh, not the the pizza store, and they're like, oh, um, past K's left me clues. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it point it does actually point at the Statue of Liberty. If you've yeah. been like, uh, and it's like that's where they have the last fight and yeah i i actually made a note of that this was i was saying to dad i've got one real up my arse film bro point <laughs> it's like i was like it actually is a very nice bit of um character work if you think about the fact that like that whole set like setup thing was made by k when he was like a young agent right and there's yeah. jay does it and like gets to the ending of it and he thinks he's wrong and then at the end you realize oh, actually he was right also and he followed what young k probably set up but it's like the whole thing of like they're probably in a very similar mindset and uh, the idea that old k was just like well, i have the keys are just here <laughs> it's like a very like <laughs> i've given up on all this bullshit i'm just gonna follow this point whereas jane and all the nonsense like walking around the pizza place and then you get there and it is pointing at the statue of liberty and there's a pizza or like the spaceship isn't the shape of that pizza slice and yeah I was like, that's very nice it's just a nice little bit of him being like oh we yeah, are no, the, the same the, the spaceship's <laughs> like a weird it just looks like a a badly animated round stone it's yeah. the that charm that she has on her charm bracelet yeah that lights up <laughs> yeah which is also they never really reference it and then jay's or Kay's like is it glowing and she's like how do you do that and i think it's just like no yeah. no like it's, like, it's never done that before yeah. i'd be like is it safe should i keep this on my wrist do you guys yeah. want this why is it is glowing this radioactive mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If I so was can in I, a can flying I still have car, children? Do I need <laughs> to get radiation treatment? If I was in a flying car with two people who just told me they were researching aliens and my bracelet, which I'd had since childhood, started glowing, I'd throw it out the window. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, <laughs> I don't want that anywhere near me. But then you throw it out the window and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to explode. You'd be like, well, oh, like well. It's, uh, someone else's <laughs> problem. So yeah. is it the bracelet's the bomb, but she's the light? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't really okay. remember. I, don't I think wasn't really, sure I don't think, what the function of the bracelet was. I don't think yeah, I really that, ex- um... explained it. Oh, the bracelet is a. It tells you where the ship is. It got brighter the closer oh, I got okay. to. It. I mean, what Helena said did sound like one of those AI-generated motivational posters. <laughs> <laughs> the bracelet's the bomb, but she's the light. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, like, can we talk about the flying car scene? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it's the, the exact same fucking scene as the one in the first film. Yeah. But up instead of down. Uh, yeah, a, like a huge amount of this film is uh, the exact same scene from the first film, just a bit reversed. Yeah. Which meant that we had, yet again, the fucking Chekhov's armory turn up <laughs> again. And it's still annoying because they go into a room full of alien tools and weapons, introduce you to some of them, and then don't use any <laughs> No. <laughs> when they fight. <laughs> Yeah, like that. That I mean, the um, the little locker people is one thing, but then there's like the the glowing orb that Kay pokes and yeah. starts screaming, and yeah, they have yeah. The... There's like a little world in it. Chekhov's armory, which is like the Chekhov's gun, which is like if you show something in the first thing, it foreshadows something later. No, what's foreshadowing? You... <laughs> yeah, if you show a gun in the first scene, someone gets shot in the third scene, like. You... <laughs> The it, they don't use any of it. It's no. so the annoying. only thing they do is reference the first film, which yeah, is a little, little bit self congratulatory. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he says, "Oh, it's this sucking is... its then... own whatever." Basically, and they do it uh. in the most irritating way because he's like, "This will be the last suit you put on again." And it's like it's so annoying. It makes it seem like they don't want to be making this film. And like he gives he gives Kay the naughty cricket or whatever it's called no- noisy yeah. cricket the no- naughty, the naughty crickets cricket. are different. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other line of tools. But yeah, I just want them to use something else in that room. Yeah, it's like they they've obviously got all this alien tech and they don't use it, and it's like, oh, why not? They have they have like a globe, a planet in an orb that if you touch it, they panic. Why not like throw that at her and see what happens? I mean, that, that sounds a bit like genocide, but sure. Yeah. If we touch it, the people will die. Let's throw one at her. Can Can you... Just throw one of the bad guys into the locker filled with a town of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets fully Gulliver's travelled. Like... When we are talking about all the little people, can we talk about the religion based on someone leaving a video store card before? Yeah. <laughs> our, yeah. Our holy day of Wednesday, two for one, or we will give twice as much as we receive. And, and they have the their end, own little like dirty yeah, cinema that they all rush into. That's the best bit. They all do this big religious like monologue, and it's like hot girls in the back. <laughs> they all just <laughs> run to this porch. Studio. <laughs> Oh. It was that was funny that did yeah, tickle I really, me, and I also like I they're that. like who is who is this? And he's like, oh, this is Jay, and they and they they, they skip a beat and then they go, all hail Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's Kay the light giver. They takes his watch away. And they all start screaming, and like that's all it takes for them to care about you is just to give them a watch. <laughs> yeah. And again, they're not referenced again. <laughs> that's just like no. a nice little world building, building bit. Well, the reference really is that they, they they come yeah. back in and Kay's put them in Jay's locker. As a prank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, if you open this door, we're in a locker too. <laughs> Which, like, how do you move them? How do you move an entire, like, city of people? I'd imagine. Yeah. Have you seen that lady on TikTok that does all the bees? <laughs> what, a, what an opening. No, Al. <laughs> Sorry, she rescues bees. Okay. Uh, so it's not bee movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she like finds the queen like she goes to places where there's like an infestation uh, like bees where they don't want them to be bees like you know kids playgrounds or lofts and and then she like she she's really tame like she doesn't wear a beekeeper suit or anything she just kind of scoops them up with her hands and plonks them down and like once she's found the queen she's like yeah and if you'd like just rustle them a little bit they then go into the new hive like oh okay we're going this place now yeah. The way you just said scoop them up makes it very funny to imagine Kay just in the locker, like, tipping. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was thinking he's got dustpan and brush. Oh, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking he was, like, pulling the bottom of his shirt out and just, like, tipping them up. <laughs> like oh, like he's about Grand to feed Central. them to his chickens. Yeah, like he's just walking through Grand Central, dumps yeah. them into a locker, and is like, Jay, I've got you a gift. <laughs> That's it. Just like arm in, scrape it all out like you're throwing shit off a desk. Yeah. Oh into, yeah, like it's the last day of school and you've not actually used your locker in two months. And you're just like, whatever, I'll sort through Oh, and one of your sandwiches later. has become a small Oh god, towel. yeah, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> they worship your apple. 
That's how they started, by the way. Someone left a sandwich yeah. in there too long. What about if someone <laughs> left a mug full of like we don't weird goo and <laughs> we don't talk about the mug coins on a desk for don't, eons? We don't talk about the mug. <laughs> I have a mug that I haven't. Okay, there's a mug. It's got some stuff growing in it. We don't talk about the mug. Well, that's fine. Ignore it's the mug. If in like five or six guest appearances from now, I can hear people chanting your name, Michael. We'll know what's happening. <laughs> There are people in there. <laughs> um, I think what we found is the key is you have to put it in a locker. That's true. Mm. Sadly, I don't have any of them at home, oh. weirdly enough. Uh, Break into well, a high yeah. school. <laughs> leave it in a locker. <laughs> That'll be fine. <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here, sir? I'm just putting this mug in a locker. <laughs> uh, they're, like, they're just like, well, that's not technically illegal. <laughs> I mean, you're breaking in is, but we can't yeah. get you for the mug thing. That's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll tell the police, but we don't have Le- anything they can do about it. Legally, we can't move the mug. <laughs> it's not against the law, so we have to leave the mug. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, I know. Just Does like it... the idea. Like, the idea of them not understanding. Like, legally, the mug's not against the law, so we can't touch it. <laughs> no, yeah. the, po- the police take it, but then they put it in the evidence locker, and then yeah. it becomes... It's technically a big locker, also full yeah. of guns and drugs. So you yeah. get a we much found worse outcome. <laughs> yeah. You've actually oh, got we got real gangs. Yeah, <laughs> we've got proper little gangster colony. Yeah. Oh, um, speaking of violence, we're talking about the uh, like genuinely what I think is the weirdest joke in this movie is when Jay flashes David Cross like the nerd video store guy and he's like move out of your mum's house and then David Cross picks up a shovel and goes mum <laughs> and, like, and I was like is he going to kill his mum yeah and, and yeah. that's Jay and Jay brought that about yeah. sorry I um I'd totally forgotten about the whole concept of the flashy thing and I was like at what point does he flash <laughs> oh, yeah. and i was like did, did he because i mean not outside yeah. of the realms of possibility with this yeah. film will smith just takes it out shows david cross is like hey move out of your mom's house <laughs> big wink <laughs> david cross kills his mom him and jay live happily ever after in cambodia in a locker <laughs> we never talked about the opening of this film like the actual opening of this oh film, yeah, yeah which is a description oh, it's like an a the... reenactment, yeah. Yeah, because clearly they didn't know how to explain that to the viewer without like yeah. literally just telling them. They created a more interesting story that they should have made, by the way. They should have made that oh that opening as like, Yeah, uh, young Young K is first yeah. sort of ever mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How good that would have been to get young Josh Brolin knowing he's gonna be in Battle Black Three playing Young K. That'd have been yeah. sick of Josh Brolin being it already. They should have just made that film as the second one instead yeah. of showing it in five minutes. Yeah. And then telling you the entire film. Yeah. I mean, it was fun because you're like, what the fuck is this? This, like, I knew this was a, like, low budget cash grab, but. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it, it turns twice. out to be the video that they they watch they later. It. Yeah. And then they you know show us it again. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was really afraid they were going to just literally show the whole thing again. And then thankfully, we got a <laughs> K flashback. And I was like, Please don't make us watch all <laughs> of this again. again. Yeah. <laughs> no, it just um, reminds me of the comfort of Teletubbies. They're always saving the earth and Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly. So, um, Dan's favourite memory of Men in Black 1, i.e. the big underground worm, yes, is the, actually uh, in this film. Yeah. The uh, the bit I thought was in Men in Black 1, actually Men in Black 2. But yeah, the uh, big worm chasing the subway car and eating it. Good bit. That's, I did uh, laugh at the yeah. the flashy thingy, where they he's obviously the cart the the subway cart rolls into the station sort of. Oh yeah. Half, yeah. It's half a cart le- left, and he's like, um, "Thank you for taking part in this trial of our new, smaller, greener, more energy efficient subway <laughs> carts." Yeah. And it pans out, and it's literally got like tooth marks, and half the cart's yeah. gone. Then he just I starts really having like... a go at them as New Yorkers. Yeah, yeah. That's cause I, I really like that bit where he flashes things and they just start shouting at them, being like, you idiots. I tell you to get off a train, you get off a train, then he just flashes <laughs> them again and does the actual outro instead. Um, like, that's what you oh, get for being New Yorkers. You don't yeah. care, you don't listen to a yeah. man who gets on the train to the giant worm coming right. and suddenly... It did remind me of... Did you see that video oh, the other yeah. day of a train that caught fire? 
Oh yeah, that was um yeah, that was on a southeastern one as well. Yeah. Like it's just like a TikTok video or something of someone standing at the platform and one of the wheel sections on the train just bursts into flame and then everyone just suddenly starts running out of it. Like, but then there's quite a few people that are quite calmly getting off the bus and then there's one guy that's just walking with his like typical like working like businessman with his briefcase well his bags like just walks off and like really really quite slowly considering like the volume of smoke <laughs> yeah, I mean, to like, be oh, fair well. once you're far enough away from the fire it can't get you and it's England where it's rainy most of the time like no, you're fine it's like oh god now I'm going to be late for work <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a complete I mean yeah that's the same that would happen in like London is people go oh god or, or like I'm gonna have to film this because my boss won't believe yeah. me. Yeah. I, or oh, I wonder if I can get my delay repacing from this. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> yeah, reason. Bus, uh, train caught fire. And this is obviously very different because I was raised in Northern Ireland, but I took some of my uni friends to Northern Ireland once, and while we were on the train from Belfast to my hometown, there's like an alert came over and was like, uh, "There's going to be a delay in the train because there's a bomb on the line." So everyone just sit tight, and no one did a thing because there's bombs on the train all the time and all my english friends were like are we gonna die and i was like man i've never had a train line there wasn't a bomb on and i was like we'll be fine and then we drove past the bomb in quotation marks and it was a wheelie bent upside down on fire <laughs> and that happens every week in north down so whenever i'm in england and there's a bomb warning or like there's a like a play or trail on fire, I'm like, fuck, this is real. It's actually happening. <laughs> it's actually gonna happen. Like, I'm done for. I remember not too long ago, it was only a few years ago, wasn't it? A train was derailed in Kent because uh, it hit a cow. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think so. However, we do get um, unexploded uh, war bombs every now and then. Oh yeah, actually yeah. quite. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they start developing. They start. They start grazing ground, digging stuff up, and it's like either mm. you'll find an un- either you'll find a mine, a grenade, or a you know, two thousand year old Roman temple. Is that like the Portsmouth Airport or something? There's like full of pipe bombs because they were trying to blow it up in the World War to stop people landing there, and they just occasionally keep finding them. They're yeah. like, oh, there's still more. Probably. <laughs> we get them down the beach like every now and then you just can't go into town can't go into certain areas of town because they're like what happened oh they found like a world war Two unexploded missile or something and it's like yeah okay. oh they found a grenade on the beach it's fine i used to get that so when i like lived in coventry there were a few times where it's just like yeah town's closed they found another bomb like okay <laughs> oh yeah fair yeah, yeah far enough <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, we're all you know, slightly be... used to bombs yeah. I'm a, I'm a very bombed thing. man. <laughs> very bomb. I've lived a very bombed life. Uh, speaking of bomb, how'd this do? Hmm. Oh, it was uh, fine. Like I mean, it yeah. wasn't great, but it was like a, a tick. It was, a, as I put it in my review, it was a lovely bump along the road to eternal darkness. <laughs> I think it, it holds up in that, you know, it's not Men in Black 3. <laughs> yeah. Men in Black 3, one that I think I've seen once yes. and then went back in time to forget about. I liked all the best Tommy Lee Jones in it and that's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so $140 million budget, $441.8 million box office. That's not too bad then. No. I mean, it, they made a third one. It must have done all right. Well, they made a fourth one. Well, that's apparently not good. So Are they not the same oh, I've seen film? that one. I've seen, I've seen, uh, no, they've Men in Black International, <laughs> the one that's got Thor in it. Yeah. Oh, I thought and that Liam was... Neeson, another very bombed man, I might add. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My big two last notes, I think, are very important. It's cool of the Statue of Liberty is a big neuralizer, and my hottest take of any movie take of all time, this theme song's better than the first one by a considerable amount. Oh, yeah. I'll die yeah. on that hill. <laughs> It's the really arguments I've I didn't remember it until it. you started singing it, but yeah. yeah, no, it's a better, it's a better tune. When, when the credits came on, I sat and watched them just in my room, but I could have just put it on Spotify. I just sat quietly while the <laughs> credits went past, which I could listen to the song. It's a See, banger. Now, now you said it all I can hear is the theme song song "Wild Wild West." Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, that's the best one. <laughs> in my, I can't even remember what the one that. Many black one too. All I can hear is Will Smith saying "Wild Wild West." Yeah, well, that's obviously the best. Will Smith write the theme song, sing the same song. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Maybe his worst film. Oh yeah, it's not a good film. If I'm remembering correctly, or does Pitbull do the theme song for the third one? Which is funny because Will Smith's still in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
They didn't want him to anymore. Yeah. That's really like imagine how upsetting it would be to be like a platinum recording artist and then be like, Hey, we're gonna get Pitbull to do it instead. <laughs> You'll be like, I'm here, man, I'll do it. Like, no, we're gonna get Pitbull. <laughs> Everyone loves Pitbull. Like Will Smith would be furious. So angry he'd probably slap a man, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's back in time by Pitbull. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I still can't believe they made a fourth one after the third one. Yeah, I mean the fourth one was like I, I'm surprised there weren't any references to the first one yeah. in the fourth one. Like, it was a big surprise that there just wasn't any cameos. Like, that was just yeah. weird. Was it um, a reboot, or did they, like, go, like... Hey, it's like a... It's like... Soft reboot? Yeah, it's like a soft reboot. So it's, like, it's not in New York, I don't think. It's kind of like a worldwide Men in Black thing. Yeah. So I think they're based in the UK or something. I can't yeah, I there's... It. It's Agent <laughs> O from Men in Black 3. You know, everyone's favourite agent. The one that we all remember. For mm-hmm. Men in Black Three, the idea—he's—he's uh, of... he's back in Men in Black International. The idea of um, British Men in Black. Is oh, really and Frank funny. the Pug has a um, cameo. <laughs> it's very politely described in Wikipedia as a box office disappointment. I'm not angry. Yeah, you can tell it's yeah. a British version. It's like, oh, it's a bit of a disappointment. It's not. Yeah. Didn't quite live up to the standards. <laughs> <laughs> the high does, towering does, standards of the does, first one. Does Chris Hemsworth do the theme song? That would be good to know. <laughs> it's one of the rules a very of Australian, Black. yeah, a very Australian version of Man of Black with didgeridoos over the top. That would be good. <laughs> oh man, that's one of the rules they have for Men in Black: is you have to one of them has to sing do and the write theme the theme song. tune, yeah. even if that's... they've never done it before. It's weird that they got Pitbull, who apparently, according to that rule. With one of the lead actors. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like if you're not gonna pick you know, one of the lead actors, Michael Jackson was in, was in this one. Why are you not get him to do it? Second, Will Smith to do it again. If you're just gonna yeah. throw the convention out the window. Yeah, I imagine his uh, Michael Jackson's cameo rate and say <laughs> make write a song rate are very different. Yeah. I don't know, Michael Jackson did a lot of weird shit towards the end. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he'd be well up for doing a uh, theme song to a movie. Yeah, I mean, as long as he doesn't have to have a Pepsi, he'll be fine. <laughs> so uh, apparently, like, this, yeah, Man in Black International uh, was going to be hedgy. Um, well, well, like... Yeah, but they say that about everything these days. They're like, we're going to remake this, but an edgy version. It's like, no, just make a fucking good movie. And yeah. it was supposed to be... I don't care be... that it's not R-rated. It was supposed yeah. to be the main the main antagonist were going to be an alien music group inspired by the Beatles, and then the four members were going to merge into one during the climax. That yeah. sounds better that than... That does sound uh... like what the Beatles did. That yeah. sounds like what the Beatles did quite a lot. Yeah. The Beatles yeah. often came once. As well. yeah. <laughs> um... Are you thinking about Power Rangers again? No, <laughs> the I'm Megazord often thinking of... about Power Rangers. To be fair, um, the Megazord of Beatles. Do you, do you all know what the original, like, spinoff to Metal Black was going to be after Metal Black Three, like before they did Metal Black International? No, no. It was meant oh, to be. Yes, it, it was twenty twenty one Jump Street. Yeah, it was meant to be yeah. twenty twenty three oh, Jump Street. Yeah, Metal Black. it was going to be yeah. a, a um, double. Um, double up. Yeah. I'm so disappointed that that never happened. Yeah, because I, mean, I think that's just absolutely abysmal. Yeah, but of it's just course, such a cooked it's... idea. It's so cooked <laughs> yeah. just to be like, what if we just take this show about <laughs> fairly substandard policemen and put them in the most important military organization of all time? <laughs> like, it's just, it's absolutely like a mantle to be like, what if we put Jonah Hill and Jack Taylor with the Metal Black? It's like what I just does... give them Tommy Lee Jones and see what happens. What I'm does sure either franchise fine. gain from having the other one involved? Like they're, they're so they different. gain another film. They <laughs> gain the funding yeah. to make another. Yeah, but film. they didn't. No, it would not. have created one of the best movie experience. It would have been. I would have like had the best cinema experience if that film existed, oh, and then yeah. I would have never watched it again. Yeah. Unfathomably cursed. <laughs> It is, and I just really think it's a, it's two very funny things to cross over, right? Because like obviously yeah. they both are comedies, but they're both so tonally different, like yeah. it's so wildly different totally. It reminds it, me of the crossover of New Girl and Brooklyn Nine Nine, where you're like, yeah, yeah, why? that was a bit of an odd crossover. But, like, but that, but that is that is kind of the equivalent, right? Of putting like Brooklyn Nine Nine is not as edgy, but imagine just Andy Samberg was just in Man in Black as Jake Peralta. <laughs> Like that's yeah. the kind of the equivalent of what we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But the difference is, Brooklyn Nine-Nine had loads of seasons and was relatively successful. <laughs> yeah. I completely uh, forgot about the 21 Jump Street film. I, I, they did 22 I, Jump Street and then it was yeah. going to be 23 Men in Black. 23 and Me. <laughs> Yeah, it was MI23, I believe. 23 and me, they do a DNA test and it turns out they're both aliens. Oh, that would have been the twist. That would have been the twist ending where they find out that the 21 Jump Street guys are actually aliens. Yeah. And they've been undercover as humans all this time, which is a parody of 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that's good. No, Ice Cube would have been an alien for sure. Yeah. And they would have had a female character that did absolutely... Fuck all the yeah. entire time. Yeah, I think 21 Jump Kirst- Street managed probably that, didn't Kirsten it? Wig. <laughs> probably Kirsten yeah. Wig, because 2015. Yeah. Just, yeah. She then just did prattin' about for a bit, then they just don't do anything with her. She's lampshade in a dress. She can yeah. interact with one of the main characters. Yeah. And it would be a one... cameo yeah. from... Oh, who's well, famous in 2015? No, it would Pitbull. have to be someone who's just... T- yeah, Pitbull's in for a Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, I suppose the one good thing about Men in oh. Black International is they did have a female um, like yeah. character who's yeah. an actual character. Yeah, um, she's like the other. Oh, so the top, right? according yeah. to GoodHousekeeping.com, my go-to for all of these sorts of inquiries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, most popular celebrity of 2015. Anyone want to guess? Um, it's uh, not good. I imagine it's not good. Pierce Morgan. <laughs> Close. <laughs> no. It's Kate Middleton. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, do you want that? Absolutely makes sense. Like that would be funny. You can imagine they'd be like, "Oh, everyone will think we're fun if we're in this for a bit." Like Kate Middleton's yeah. in, and then every newspaper in England goes mental about it. The Daily Mail would literally shit themselves, <laughs> yeah. like consecutively. Yeah. Oh, and One Direction were in the list as well. Oh no, that no, that was it. Would it was. Be... It would have absolutely cut the like. Agents owed owed Owen Day or something. It would be just. <laughs> I mean, Niall Horn and Harry Styles just with tentacles or something. It would be about. like all of them. Yeah, it they'd all be just like... be one creature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd like be like the Jar- Yeah, yeah, they'd be like they'd be like the Jara guy from this one, where so Harry Styles <laughs> takes off a coat and all the rest of them are underneath them, just holding them up. I don't think we all agree Harry Styles was the main one. Oh, if it was gonna yeah. make a if it was gonna make a, some pop <laughs> references, some some bad that will definitely age Just poorly. As well. yeah. Uh Fifty Shades of Grey, that was popular in twenty fifteen. Oh, that would have been Jamie a hell of a crossover. Very um, bombed man, Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan is pick... amazing, except yeah, yeah. I I haven't seen the Fifty Shades movies, but everything else he's in, he's great. Oh, I just want everyone to know, whenever Dan said that, his face got really red and he looked side to side loads. <laughs> and on a similar theme, it was um, Piggate. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That would have been Pig a reference. There'd have been some reference where there'd been just... an, an alien that was just a pig with a man attached to the back of him. 2015 was a weird... Like, now is a Simpler weird time. times. But, like, looking back, you're like, just... that was weird in, like, a completely different way. Do you know what was very funny? The original person I thought of was like, who is famous 2015? I was going to be like, PewDiePie? But everything that's been said, I'd be like, oh, that's way worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how have we managed to get way worse cameos than PewDiePie? Oh, uh, no, you'd have had realistic minions. Like, <laughs> somehow. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... Minions. I mean, I'd hate it, but I wouldn't hate it as a... They're annoying, no. but at least they're not, you know... Awful. PewDiePie. Like Men in Black 21 Jump Street could afford that. Could afford yeah, the copyright from DreamWorks. I don't know. Probably could have done a Fifty Shades of Grey reference. Yeah. 22 yeah. Jump Street had quite a lot of stunts and stuff in it, if I recall. Like explosions and things. Could have yeah. afforded some stuff. Can you imagine if they replaced some of like the planned stunts with minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do that way blown all the well, budget the, the prob- on the minions yeah, the problem is as well with 22 Jump Street 21 Jump Street series is that Jonah Hill and uh, Chang Tatum would have fully just broken like they broke they would just talked about it right they'd yeah. just be like holy fuck is that a minion like as they're running which would have yeah. taken you out of the scene yeah. yeah, that would have taken me out of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been fully en- enthralled at this point I'm assuming yeah, this is near the end of the film, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it's a very engrossing movie. Do you know, like, you know, Twenty One Jump Street is like a, it was like a TV show, right? 
Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't know that. And then whenever there's this bit at the end of Twenty One Jump Street, spoilers for Twenty One Jump Street. If I was looking to watch it, <laughs> um, it's just like it reveals that Johnny Depp was in the background the whole time, and he's from the TV show. And I was like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> like, I didn't even recognize it was Johnny Depp for like two minutes. I was like, who's this guy? <laughs> this really confused me for you. And you just, I, I, I would have preferred that if you just also really recognized the other guy from the show, and you're like, oh, it's him. <laughs> Yeah. Who's that guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just say his full name and date of birth and his first line of his address. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So so Men in Black Two. Oh, How yeah. many oh, yeah. um <laughs> dated twenty twenty fifteen references would you give this out of ten? I I'd give it five and a half Johnny Knoxville heads out of ten. <laughs> I don't think like, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good, but it's the kind of thing where if like I don't know. I was at home for Christmas and it was all on Boxing Day. I'd watch it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd just be sitting there, nothing to do. I'd st- I'd, I wouldn't turn it off. But I don't yeah, think yeah. I'd ever seek out to watch it again. It's a good yeah. nothing else is on movie. Yeah, it's like, it's it, like when I watched it, I just had my phone on my hands. I was kind of texting and stuff and I was taking occasional notes. And I was like, it's fine. Like, it's not good. But I mean, it passed the time. And th- there's, a, there's is... enough random bits in it where I was like, yeah, all right, that's funny. this is the kind of film where you're like i'm watching something something else adverts have come on and i'm gonna find this film and i'll be like i'll watch it whilst the adverts are on and then i forget and watch the entire film yeah Yeah. that's what this film does very specifically because i think i remember doing that it's because it neuralizes you (laughs) yeah oh you know what would have been a great pop reference that has just everyone's forgotten about that 2015 was the year of that dress. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That uh, the... that dress itself being an alien that no one can tell what color it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking for a blue and black alien. No, it's golden. It's golden well, white. Would have yeah, and then like, that would be like, a joke then, right? Where Joe Hill would have stopped the car and be like, "We're not doing this again." Joe <laughs> Hill would be like, oh, "We're not, we're not doing anything because I was right." And Joe Hill would be like, "You, wore, I've seen the dress. You weren't right." And then like, that is just then like a three-minute-long bit of them improving an argument. And then yeah. Ice Cube would come over the radio and swear loads, and that's the opening to the film. That's the cold open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I think I think like three out of ten for me. I just couldn't couldn't get into it and just got annoyed because it's the exact same problems with the first film again. Yeah, it's like they learnt nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I give it. I think I give it um, four One Direction cameos out of. Um... <laughs> Which ones? Oh yeah, but that's an that's that's an eight out of ten because there only is five One Direction people. Yeah. <laughs> there are five of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there there are five of them. So, which member of One Direction are you not having in the movie? Is it Zane because uh, he left first? <laughs> no, I like Zane. One of the one of the scrawny ones that wasn't Harry. Liam. Yeah, fuck Liam. Yeah, yeah, fuck Liam. I hate Liam. If you're listening to this, everyone, I want you to know how I love that movie's official stats on One Direction is that they hate Liam the most of One Direction. <laughs> Like I can somehow picture most of them in my head, but not L- Liam. I can't. I don't think I can. I can picture Zane and Harry and Niall, the blonde Na- one. Niall is Irish, so obviously I know who he is. He's on our five part notes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really talking about say he's on our bombs. <laughs> yeah. He's probably a very bombed man. Um, this is a very weird, a very weird story. But Louis Armstrong, Louis Armstrong, that's not yeah. true. Lu- Louis Tomlinson oh, from, from yeah, Louis Tomlinson from from One Direction played one professional football match for Doncaster Rovers. God, they were I've, desperate. Yeah, yeah, no, like legitimately, <laughs> and it, they got twenty two thousand people to go to the game with their average attendance is like three thousand. And my friend's brother captained the team, and afterwards felt really awkward because he's like a twenty six year old man. And his sister was like begging him, be like, "Can you please ask him for your shirt?" So Luke has to walk over like a bit. Can I swap shirts for you? And apparently Louis was so like so pleasant, but in a way where he clearly thought that Luke was a One Direction fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no problem, mate. Anything for a fan. Oh, <laughs> bless. And Luke's just like, I don't fucking, I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. at that point he can't be like, oh, it's for my sister. Yeah, I can't be like, I think you're shite. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, I give I, 21 I, Jump Street 6 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> 21 Jump Street 8 out of 10. Yeah. I quite enjoyed 21 Jump Street. It was good. Yeah, I, um, I remember hating it. So Yeah, I remember showing it to Helena and she hated it. Yeah, yeah. I hated um, it. So we'll see. But, but maybe men- because you yeah. liked it so much that, that always, you know. Yeah, Helena, did you have to be like yeah. polite and nod about it? No, yeah. no, no. It's Dan. <laughs> I was rude. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Maybe, I used to be we'll, nice about that stuff. Maybe we'll take a break before Men in Black Three and do the two Jump Street films and hope that, <laughs> and by the time we record them, that Man at Man I Twenty Three or whatever has come out, and we can all Men, go and Men watch Street. it. Yeah, Men Street. Yeah. yeah. So did you say yeah. menstruate? No, yeah. menstruate. It's weird yeah. that they put that as a title. That's for the that, film. No, that's that horror film. That menstruate's that horror film from last year, right? Where the one Carrie? guy plays a, no. no man. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, no. But I'd I'd give this um I'd give this four different organi- organisms growing in Mikey's mug. Yeah, good. Ten. That's good. <laughs> what's what's wrong with the mug? <laughs> bullying you mug. today. What is wrong with the mug bullying on today, guys? We 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 had a locker full of weird organisms, Look. and it just led to it. You know, oh, I like leave the mug. The mug alone, it has feelings. <laughs> That mug is going to be head of MIB one day. You need to get that mug a passport. <laughs> oh, man. I should yeah. clean it. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I've not yeah. seen it, and I think you should. Yeah. But also, if you do clean it, you have to start again, Mikey. I'm thinking of all the no, progress no. you've made. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been down. I've been Michael. I've been Helena. And I have been the... I was going to say the man in Mac, but that doesn't sound weird. I am Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be very men in black of you to like lift off your like head yeah. at this point and there's just a littler Mac yeah. inside you controlling imagine, everything. Imagine I just moved my chair slightly to the side and Matt had been behind me the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> With like marionette strings had been <laughs> puppeting me the whole time. Oh yeah, he's ratatouille-ing you, but for podcasts. Yeah. 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 That's why I've got this hat on. <laughs> Mac's <laughs> under there right now. Uh, well, Mac, where can people find you? Can they by any chance find you at a nice shiny new podcast? Yes. If you follow on Instagram or Twitter, FlickPod69. And I seen that, I know that sounds weird to push people towards that for a, a podcast, but we've started a podcast that there are many other podcasts with the same name. So that's probably the easiest way of finding it. Um, the art is a picture of me and Matt in front of a, stat, a poster with uh, Frankenstein and a shark and an explosion. So it probably is quite easy to find. And what's the, the podcast six. called? What the Flick is the name of it. And let me tell you all about it. We look at a poster for a movie we haven't seen and we try to figure out the entire plot of the movie using only that. Except we have chose to ignore every actor name that's on it and every time period that we know the film's based in because <laughs> we're not good at following the rules of our own podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's good. There's three episodes out now. I listen to them. And if you don't, I'll come for you in the night. With a bomb. Yeah. Oh, they're just lying around. <laughs> I can't get rid of them. Picks them up en route. My pockets are filled with them. I can't get rid of them. <laughs> every, every day you don't listen, you'll leave your house and there'll be a wee bin on fire outside your door. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. after enough of them, like, it's just going to get fumes in the house. That'll probably kill you in itself. I mean, I, I, I'm not threatening to kill anyone. I've been Mac. <laughs> Uh, well you can find this podcast on twitter instagram and tiktok at hilton pod that's at h-i-l-t-m pod Uh, we're on discord as well so you can come and tell us all of your great men in black 21 jump street collaboration ideas um we will take them down and make the movie eventually Um, what what movie would you combine with men in black (laughs) or 21 jump street or Or the ultimate Uh, triplicate movie uh, well, we also have a Patreon where you can donate to uh, keep the show going. And what are we yeah. going to be doing for the Patreon this week? We're going to make uh, 21 Men in Black. Um, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. We're going to make the film. We're going to get everyone back. Honestly, I don't fucking know after this. This has been <laughs> just a mess. <laughs> My brain's just gone flat. I mean, that sounds like how they wrote Men in Black 2. So. Yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, fair. Oh, this track. film affected me in a negative way. <laughs> you know what? I think maybe we could also band together and buy some uh, Dettol for the mug. 
Yes. I know what. I've changed sides. I'm Team Mug. <laughs> I reckon keep the mug. Right. Leave the mug alone. Do a poll <laughs> on your Twitter. Get people to vote for or against the mug. The good part is like, if you hashtag Team Mug, if you leave the mug long enough, you'll gain more and more followers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Too late. If they become smart enough to gain social media, then we're all under a winner. Who's winning in the long term? Team Mug. The little gay rap. Yeah, Pride Remy at Pride. <laughs> AI generated Remy at Pride, of yeah. course. It's definitely one of the less upsetting AI generated images. So. Yeah, you can't see it close enough. <laughs> mm. Sometimes I put my rats on my head and pretend to, that they're telling me how to cook. I'm glad we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> that I get lonely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mostly just get them to pretend that they're like guiding me to the fridge to open up and get them some cheese. <laughs> <laughs>